It's really lonely to be an entrepreneur. You have to have something in your head kind of <laughs> nagging you all the time, mm. like not satisfied with like status quo, basically. Hi fam, welcome to another episode of Bedoun Sukkar, where talks are not filtered and not sugarcoated. Before we dive in, I know we started the year with a heavy topic last time, but this time I think it'll be a bit uh, easier. And I think uh, I'll, I have a few questions that I always wanted to ask, and hopefully my guest today will help me answer them. So one of the questions I think we all wonder is, do we want to start our own business? Should we be an entrepreneur? Um, sh- should anyone be an entrepreneur? Is it fit for everyone? What does it take to be one? And um, what's what's the trade-off? Because everything has a trade-off. So today I have a special guest called Yepi. Am I saying it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, for sure. No, so as you mentioned, my name is Yebe. I'm uh, just turned 20 a couple of months ago, so I'm, I'm rather young. young. <laughs> yeah, I'm really young, yeah. Um, and I'm originally from Denmark, um, but I moved to Dubai approximately a year ago. Um, on like a day-to-day, I run a digital marketing agency. I've been doing that for three years. Right now, the team is me, and then I have five employees. And that includes everything around like the business and also my own like social profiles and also do my own podcast. So I think that's kind of, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of me. So what brought you here? For me, it was like um, I lived in a, I lived in Denmark, of course, and I lived in like a smaller city. So for me, it was a lot about um, kind of having my mind a bit limited in regards to, um, in regards to like the people that I was with. And like the, the the like just really my network, because where I'm from, and of course in my age, your usual friends they go clubbing, they mm. just have fun, maybe like they work a part time job, so they don't really do anything with their life. And I, I, it's not to say there's anything bad with that, because of course if you're 18, 19, whatever you, I believe you should do whatever you want. Um, but for me, it was just like it wasn't kind of aligned with what I wanted, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, where can I kind of go? So Dubai just popped up. I had been here for like a couple of vacations. And then I was just like, I like the culture so much. Um, It's warm all the time. The sun is here. And that's just something I appreciate so much because it gives me so much energy to to go out there and put all my energy into work. Um, So for me, that was just like a... Yeah, that was an easy choice. And then, um, yeah, I kind of made made the decision last January. And then I was just like... From 14 days from that, I think I was here. And then, yeah, <laughs> so now I've been here for a year. <laughs> Welcome to Dubai. <laughs> um, so three years ago means you were 17. Yeah, it's what correct. Happened? Yeah. Well, this is, a you know, generally uh, you hear of entrepreneurs at least 20s, mid-20s. It's rarely that someone starts being an entrepreneur, at, you know, before uh, or at graduation. Yeah. So what happened? What made you? Yeah, no, for me, I think it really just came from a long period of time where mm-hmm. I was in high school and I was really unhappy with what I was doing. I was just, I was in high school, I was working at McDonald's, really a typical <laughs> high school student. And then I was just not really happy with that life. Mm-hmm. And then what happened for me is that like a relationship kind of ended while I was almost turning 18. 
And then I just all of a sudden had like tons of energy. Mm. And I was like really, really motivated to change my life, do something new. But for me, I just didn't know kind of what to do. Um, so all of a sudden, like the business model with, with doing digital marketing just kind of appeared before me. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, that's it. And that's you where I'm going it. to put all my energy yeah. now. Um, so, so and, and, and also I think it really comes from having parents that always just been like, yeah, whatever you do, if, if you feel comfortable doing it, just do it. Like no limitations. You don't have to go get a university degree and all this stuff. Um, so that helped me a lot to just thinking, okay, I'm 17. Yeah, I'm young, but maybe I can actually do it. Mm. And then also for me, it was always like starting out. I was just like um, trying out, seeing how everything's go. And, and then if, if anything bad happened, I was like, the worst thing that can happen to me is just not being successful. Did it? Yeah. Did it scare you? Like you know, because the norm in our culture, at least in this part of the world, you know, in a lot of parts, you sco- you go to school, you do university, yeah, find a job, you get married. You know, it's a very mm, yeah, it's it's path. like the social norm, you could yes. probably say. And then yeah, of of course, it kind of scared me. And what actually happened in my kind of journey was that um, in Denmark, high school is like three years. Okay. So I actually started in like the first year of high school. And then when I had went through the second year, I was actually planning on dropping out. Um, so I was like, yeah, and I, I had the talk with my with my mom and dad, and <laughs> I told them, okay, I'm I'm probably going to drop out. And then I had the talk with my like student counselor, and she was like, oh, okay, I actually have an idea because in Denmark, and I didn't know this, nobody actually knew this in almost in like the entire of Denmark <laughs> was that you can actually pay to not go for the third year of high school oh. and then just self-study everything, and then you just have to take every single um, kind of kind of um, whatever you've been like math and all this stuff you just have to do an exam in every single one of them okay and then you can kind of graduate like everyone else so, so you don't have to do it at school you can do it in your own yeah way. so i'll just okay. so what i did was i still i didn't even really study but you had to like self-study for an entire year yeah. and then i had to take 12 exams and then if i like passed like the minimum grades then i would be then i would graduate and then when I got that like kind of um, opportunity to me, I was like, okay, I, I'm doing that mm. for sure. Because for me, it was also like at that point, my business was doing like pretty okay. So I could live, I could definitely live from like the money I was making. But I was like, okay, dropping out right now, that would actually be like the easy choice for me. It'll just enable me to do, um, do just full time on my business. But I was like, okay. I believe I can do both. I believe that I can self-study an entire year, run my business while doing it, and then still graduate. And the funny thing was that when I then graduated, and yeah, really, to be honest, I didn't study like once in an entire year, and then I had the 12 exams. And I I graduated with like above my like class, um, my like class uh, average Mm -hmm. grade, I was above that. So for me, it was just like, it also kind of showed me, and I also think it can show everyone else that, like you, you get it. Like you learn a lot of good things in school, but also there's also a lot of stuff that you don't actually need, um, and also you don't maybe have to sit in a classroom eight hours a day mm-hmm. for three years straight to get everything into your head. You also get so much good, and I, th- I think that's why I graduated so well was that. I had an entire year of me working on my business. I had my first employee throughout that, like in the middle of the third year in high school. So I just learned so much from that, that I I feel like that kind of really helped me to to graduate. Do you find yourself successful? I 
think it's a good question. Um, I think for me, like the the first thing I heard about being an entrepreneur uh, and uh, like success was like if you're able to pay yourself a salary, then you're successful. Um, so of course uh, I was pretty quickly able to do that. But for me, I feel like there's still so much way to go. Okay. Um, because what often happens, at least from my perspective, is that you kind of get like your first couple, like real like larger success and then you feel good about it and then what either happen is that you keep pushing into that success mm-hmm. or you just kind of relax and have fun and then it just kind of throws off um so for me i feel like i am much more motivated right now doing all the stuff that i'm doing than i just was like a couple of years ago and i think that i still have a long way to go before i am as successful as i want to be mm-hmm. at least because you can measure success in like monetary yep. um but i feel like that just that isn't like the way to do it because quickly it just ends up you being so focused on the money and i did this so much in the beginning and mm-hmm. it was such an interesting learning was that i had a goal to make 10k a month and then i got to 10k and then i was like ah, okay it was not that fun and <laughs> I, you, you didn't get that fulfilling feeling mm-hmm. that you expect to get and so so I've, i've had that exercise with myself so many times because then i was like ah, okay but at 20k things change things mm. really change then it becomes really good and then you get to 20k and it's just the same so i've, I've I'm, i'm so happy that i already have figured out that the money is not going it's not going to fulfill you it's not going to make you look at yourself and be successful so so yeah um i don't know if you agree with me but i i think entrepreneurship is a lonely journey yeah how has that been for you what What did you learn or did you adapt in any way for being an yeah. entrepreneur? Because especially at your age, there's not much to learn from at that stage. No, no, that that's really true. And of course, I think it's a lonely journey, but also I think it's also kind of your own responsibility yes. to kind of drag your friends, drag your family into it. <laughs> um, because because that helped me so much, having like really supportive friends like throughout since I started having one client until the point where I'm now like, I've seen so much support from family and friends right. and there hasn't really been that much doubt. So mm. I think I've been lucky in that case. Um, but it's, yeah, it's of course it's so important that, that you have that because it really is a lonely journey. And and I think th- the great thing about being an entrepreneur and being like self-employed is that you're kind of, you, you're your own boss, of course, mm-hmm. but you're also the one that has to take 100%, 100% responsibility every single time. Yeah. You have to do that for yourself, but you also have to do that on behalf of your employees. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like one of the greatest thing I've learned from having employees is that if your employee makes a mistake, it's because of you. Either you didn't teach them right the right way, you didn't show them way to do it, or all of this stuff. So really being 100% responsi- responsible for your employees, for yourself. Uh, that's, that's at least the mindset. That's I really hard. <laughs> that's ah, really, it's really, really hard. <laughs> and, and like having for me to be on calls with clients saying, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry we did this, this is a mistake, even though I knew like it was one of my employees made the mistake. But I think it's, it's a great mindset to adapt because mm. it also gives you the possibility to act on it and to change. Because if I say it's someone else's fault, what I kind of also say is saying is that um, I couldn't do nothing about it. It's not yeah. my responsibility. And then it's just easy for me to let go. And I think it's so much better to say, okay, how could I have changed that situation? And mm. if you always kind of look inwards, it makes it like, I believe my employees would be much happier with me saying, oh, okay, I could I could have handled that better even though they made a mistake instead of me being mad and saying, mm. oh, okay, you did a horrible job, what were you yeah. doing? Because it's not constructive and it doesn't really help. 
but but I definitely think it is really lonely to be an entrepreneur, and also I think you have to be some sort of I don't know what it is, but you have to have something in your head, kind <laughs> of nagging you all the time, mm. like not satisfied with like status quo basically, mm. um, because I think if you don't have that in your head, after maybe like starting out you you'll be so motivated but when when things get tough and you have employees that quit mm. and clients that quit you you just need to be able to sit back and like keep going and keep working instead of just letting it all go um so i, I think it's i definitely think it's not for everyone <laughs> yes for everything you said is actually a lot of it is bringing spirituality Mm. into it the yeah. whole thinking you know thinking in words and it's a very big growth mindset where did you learn that and how would you teach that to someone yeah yeah i think where i learned it was like from different like mentors but it also it was just like um actually i remember and it's so funny it was actually from mcdonald's <laughs> so so it's so weird but they actually was they put so much emphasis on employees being proactive And I think a growth mindset basically comes from being proactive yeah. along of the time. So that's actually where I learned it. And, and for me, it was just so interesting because I always thought about it. If everyone were proactive in any aspect of their life, everything would be so much easier. Um, <laughs> it's so different. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. But the growth mindset, I think, of course, it's something you can kind of teach yourself. But I think you have to to let go of everything that mm. is ego. You have to let go of of like a self-image of yourself thinking yeah. I'm the best, uh, no one's better than me, I can do it better than everyone else mm. and step down and say if I made a mistake, I made a mistake, like lay flat down and say I'm sorry, it's my mistake. If others make mistakes on your behalf, say sorry for others as well. Like yeah. I think that's, it's it's so key but also I think it's, it's it takes a lot of time and you yeah. really have to get used to it. It's something I try to train my employees to do as well, mm. like the 100% responsibility thing. And you'll have to exercise it, and I'd still do it. Like I, call, uh, like I kind of just the other day called myself. Was like, ah, oh, okay, but it was one of my employees. His name is Oliver. He was, it was his fault. And then I was like, ah, oh, okay, no, okay, I have to remember. This is not his fault. It's my fault mm. because I could have done things differently. Mm. So it's really about like practicing, 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 and then all like at some point in your life you'll be like you'll be having issues. There will be mistakes made, and you'll just automatically. Like kind of keep yourself responsible. Yeah, um, and it helps you so much in life. You carry a lot. <laughs> yeah. So how? What coping mechanism do you use? Because it's it's a lot for someone your age, but also not your age. I don't want to emphasize that anyone. Yeah. Like when I started um, having managing people, I was a horrible manager at first, and yeah. I, I was man. The first time I was a manager, I was twenty five. Mm. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it. And I had too many. And they were really young. They were mainly interns and stuff. It mm. was really, really hard. Yeah. And it's hard not to take it on yourself. Yeah, no, no, it really is. And also, I feel like, especially when you have, like, employees, for mm. me, it's like, they are, like, the they are representing me in of some course. way. So, you know, you kind of always have, like, a way you want them to do things. But also, I think it's so important um, to just, like, to just you know, it's, I think if you really like lay off the ego part of things mm -hmm. you'll figure out that maybe the way you think that things needs to get done is maybe not the actual way it needs to get done yes so so you will kind of change that but on like the coping side of things mm. I feel like it's it's really really important it's it's the way I feel like I solved all my own like mental issues it's like 
staying off social media, especially in the morning and especially in the night. Mm. So what I do is basically if I wake up at seven, I, I'm not allowed to use my phone or my computer before eight. So I always take an hour in the morning to not use any uh, like phones, computers, anything, and also do the same in the night. Because it kind of is for me, it's like my sacred time. And mm. I love it so much. Like when I go to bed or like at 8, 8, 8 p.m. when I uh, put my phone in like flight mode, I can finally breathe again. I can just be relaxed. I don't have to worry about anything. And I think if you like, you have so much stress all the time being yeah. an entrepreneur um, with employees, with all the things that comes with it. So you'll have to give, you'll have to be able to give yourself some time mm. off, kind of some mental off time. And of course, for me, that that cannot be a 14 days uh, vacation to Bali, just <laughs> enjoying myself. So mm. I kind of had to, I had to kind of figure out how can I get that like mental relaxation and quietness in my head throughout every single day mm. so that's that's the way i've done it and for me it, it's been so good because it takes like you start your day <sighs> relaxed yeah. you finish your day <sighs> relaxed so it just gives you yeah it, yeah for me it's just been working so so well so do you ever rest like yeah, yeah you, no. i know you mentioned right now you try it within your day but do you take time off yeah no so of, unfortunately since like yeah i haven't had like a like a full day off mm. since I oh. started, so like yeah, three years ago. But okay, um, but like I, I at least try to do like either Saturday or Sunday, like okay. where I only work like one hour. It's maybe just like catching up on emails, just making sure everything is good, and then be off. Because it's also so important that in the beginning you'll be motivated, but also if you have to, if if I need to be able to do this, what I'm doing right now for the next five years. Yeah. I cannot be working 10 hours a day for exactly. seven days a week. Yeah. Like so, so I usually just try to have like one day off mm. because, and also usually like on the weekends when I get to like the Saturday, I'm so exhausted. So yeah, usually for me, it's just like, that's just a complete day off and then I'll just do whatever I want. Like mm. if I want, in the second I wake up, I want to watch a YouTube video, I'll just do that. Like I, I kind of, um, yeah, for me, it's like a weekly vacation off of uh, like all my good habits, all the good things I'm doing. I'm kind of just having an off day from mm -hmm. that. Because for me, that's also relaxation, just not having to worry too much, not having to think about, oh, shall I do this? Shall I not do this? But yeah. just to have like a day where it's just like you'll do whatever you want. Um, that's, for me, that helps a lot. There's a lot of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm, like, it's hard for me to say that this has only been three years. Like it's, it's a lot. Like I'm very impressed with what Thank you're you saying. So uh, are you proud of yourself? Yeah, no, I definitely think I am. But, but also kind of the curse of being an entrepreneur, mm. at least my age is the curse of comparison. So mm. you'll always, there's always someone doing things better than you. Always someone doing like making more money, having more fun, having a bigger business, all this stuff. So, mm. On that side of things, it's kind of hard, but but yeah, I'm definitely proud of myself. I'm proud of what I've been able to achieve. I don't want to say that I'm proud of what I'm being able to achieve in like my age, but at least in like the time I've been working, mm, I feel happy about that because I don't think uh, in the next ten years, fifteen years, whatever, we we will be talking a lot less about age. Yeah. The reason we we talk so much about age has always been because age was so. It was really correlating with your knowledge and the way you were doing things. But now you can have uh, like 16-year-olds making $100,000 a month. Yeah. And you could never do that 50 years ago. So that I think that's why a lot of people are still with me like, oh, okay, so, oh, you're so young. What, like, how could you do that? But mm. for me, it was just like, 
of course I'm young, but also I've been doing it for three years. Mm. So if you do something, you put all your time into it for three years, even if you're 17 or 25 or 35, you'll probably not make, I don't know how much success you'll achieve, but you'll definitely achieve something. Mm. Um, so I think, but, but yeah, I am really proud of myself and I'm also kind of proud that I, I can keep going, that mm. I, I'm so happy that I'm still so motivated and that I wake up every single day and just keep on pushing and, but also for me, it's like when you've come this far, it also becomes kind of, to me at least myself, it becomes like a responsibility mm. to keep on pushing and yeah. to keep doing better because now my circumstances are so good and I can have an entire team working for me. Like, And I had this discussion the other day with my girlfriend was that when I was myself, I could like maximum work maybe 50, 60, 70 hours a week. But now that I have a team, we're pushing out like 250, 300 hours of work every single week. Mm. So it's also something like you that you would never be able to achieve on your own. So for me, that's also so nice because I know like now we're moving like maybe three times the speed that I was doing mm. just two years ago. So that's also why I'm so motivated because I feel like now we can achieve like so much more and we can grow so much further. Um, so that's also kind of what makes me keep on pushing it. So do you think drive or what you're describing is what makes or breaks an entrepreneur? Mm, I'm not really the drive because for me mm. drive is like motivation okay. and, and when you start let's say you just start like a completely new business so in the beginning you'll always be like really motivated mm. you'll have like this boost of motivation but I say what usually makes or break you for me is like what do you do after three months of let's say in my business like outreaching doing cold calls trying to get clients and you have gotten zero clients mm. That's mm, where that's it point. either makes or breaks you. Do you keep on going or do you stop and go back to whatever you did before mm. that? Because everyone can be motivated and everyone can have like those yeah. outbursts of putting in work. But it's really about what can you, what is like your bare minimum of, of hours put into work every single day. Mm. That'll kind of, that, that is what, what, what will either make you really successful or really yeah, not successful at mm. all. And um, with what you know, can you tell if someone is? Do you know what I mean? Like No, no. And and that's actually so funny because I mm -hmm. had like a... Usually I don't do like any coaching and stuff. But a guy texted me on Instagram. So I just put out like an hour to talk with him today. And what I've really learned, and it's so interesting, is that almost all people, they know exactly what is needed to become yes. successful. They always say the same. Like unsuccessful people and successful people, they actually say the same. They say it's hard work for a long time all this stuff so everyone says the same and this guy I've, i talked with him today and it's so funny because he said well i've been going for three weeks i feel like i'm doing good i'm sure that i'll be doing like keep on pushing for the next six months and then i was like yeah well let's let's i'll, I'll send you a message in six months mm. and let's see because it always just ends up being a battle with kind of our own mental can we withstand not getting clients can withstand being unsuccessful for some time to become successful mm. so uh, for me I, I can never ever uh, like predict that mm. because because it's never based upon like the knowledge people has no. it's always based upon the ability to do something consecutively and from let's just say from our conversation today i wouldn't be able to say if you could not do that because i know okay you've done a podcast but i don't know if if you would be able to mm. i don't know if you would do it it's a good question to ask yourself mm. like would i be doing this for the next six months if I zero ask, people were I listening i ask myself every day <laughs> actually every day it's a struggle not every day like every few weeks is a struggle like why am I, I have to remind myself why am i doing yeah. this no. does it matter 
uh, what is quality for me? You know, what is success for me? Yeah. Is it, it's the same thing as, you know, number of followers slash or monitor or whatever. Yeah, and no, exactly. Yeah, I had a constant reminder that I have to do. Like yeah. a lot of times I'm like, I'm tired or I'm yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Because, I also think yeah. it's important to say that like successful people, they also have off days. Mm. They also procrastinate. We all doubt ourselves. I do that. I do the exact same thing. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I've been doing YouTube for four months. Yeah. Last two months only grew with like 50 subscribers. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Am I doing something wrong? Yeah. But it's, then it's I just a lot. It's a lot of yeah, mental exactly. work. Yeah. It really is. And it's like, it's like a constant battle with yourself. Yeah. But you just have to kind of ensure yourself always say to yourself that I will be successful. It'll, it'll just take time. And mm. I need to be able to give myself the time to to create success mm. uh, and not just expect it to come. Yeah, I think uh, success has been framed in a very easy way overnight. Yeah, of kind course, of and it's, it's, right? it's because our life is kind of put as, as like a, as like a, in the old days, like a retail store. Yes. You put your life, it's like the, the outer window. Yeah. But they don't see kind of what's going on in, in like behind the scenes. Yeah. They don't see the struggles. They don't watch me on the couch on a Saturday eating chips, watching <laughs> Netflix. Like, yeah. because on my Instagram, you look at like the successful entrepreneur living in dubai all this stuff yeah um and of course and and it's also an interesting point upon that is that when i post content on social media and i like do like these short format content stuff and i try to give value i tell people oh, this is the way you should be doing this business model or whatever like 30 second like mm. info it performs okay but when i do a video with my rolex on in front of <laughs> burj khalifa it's like 10x performance so it's yeah. also like yeah. one thing is that I, what i want to share but it's also what works yes, and that's like the unfortunate thing is that the algorithm and like social mm. media they push content that shows that so unfortunately I, uh, yes unfortunately yeah. yes yeah, yeah. I, I said this to my employees that i wish i could just do a channel on youtube where i just share really valuable knowledge and then people just watch it yeah. But it's not like that. I have to go out there and make my videos that I don't like, where I show money, I show all this Same. stuff. Yeah. Because you have to build up an ethos. So, yeah. so and, and that takes time. And then you end up, like, I feel like when I post these types of videos, I feel like it's not me. Yeah. It's yeah. like character building, yeah. basically. It's and a trade-off, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You want, if you do something that you believe in, but not everyone, yeah. I don't want to say care, but, you know, it's not going to grab their attention. Yeah, exactly. It's slower. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. And also I think it's because there's so much like bs out there yes like there's so there many people saying i'm successful saying i'm yeah like there's so many people lying yeah. so that's also why kind of you have to build some kind of social proof behind yourself yeah Be because otherwise i did a video on this myself like saying who should you listen to like it's it's it can be be so hard on social media because what is success when you look at it on social media mm. it's traveling it's cars mm. it's watches it's stuff like this but it's not like move to Dubai. You can do that. Buy a Porsche. It's fifty. Like it's maybe ten k dollars. Like you can you can do all this stuff yeah. to make yourself look so successful yeah. without actually being. Oh, it. it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's and so that's why it becomes so hard for people to kind of figure out who should I listen to, who should I not listen to, yeah, because yeah. who is like who actually has the good advice and who has like the bullshit. I want to sell you something advice. So will you do that? Will you do the videos that you don't believe in? Well, I'm doing it already, so unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, refu I refuse to do silly stuff. Like I can't. I yeah. can't get myself. No, for to me, it. for me, it's hard as well. Luckily for me, I don't do the videos myself. I don't do the <laughs> posting easy. myself. Okay, that's because easier. if I were editing it myself, I yeah. couldn't do it. As but well. that's really hard. Like yeah. Yeah. when I no, see it myself, really is hard because yeah. I feel like I feel like it's fake. Yeah. But also, I am really like I did a story the other day where I like compared two of my latest short form content videos, mm. and I was I put like said like I want to do valuable content. 
but people wants to see money so <laughs> and then yeah. i just said like yeah don't hate the player hate the game yeah and i feel like that's basically it because if you want to grow your socials at least in my like kind of niche it, it's unfortunately what you have to do and then of course it's a trade-off yeah. as you mentioned like i would then i would rather trade off um kind of presenting myself in a way i don't really okay like yeah to grow instead mm. of not growing and it's mm. because i believe that if i get to a point where i can grow so much then and people actually start listening to the yeah. knowledge i have to share then it's really valuable yeah so so i believe that if you but of course you kind of you question your own integrity yep. in some way and, <laughs> yeah. and that's also yeah, yeah it's, it's not fun but i think for me it's like i feel like i have a higher goal with things yep. than just i don't i don't care about instagram followers but mm. i care about helping other people and i cannot be helping hundreds and thousands of people if i have a yeah. youtube channel with 200 subscribers yeah. so you also kind it's of a good way to think about it yeah, yeah. Be- because at least it's my own excuse yeah, to kind of uh, accept be- it to myself because i didn't accept it so i ref- so i'm going with the slow growth it's very slow but i'm yeah. going with it because i need to keep my authenticity you know but yeah. then again we're, we're two different products let's say yeah. you know no, exactly. and i struggled with me being a product myself yeah. as a product no, i struggled I, a lot i with get it. that yeah. yeah for me it was so but hard in sense. the beginning kind of putting yourself out there having videos with yourself, so just talking it's so so um, hard it's really not fun and that's <laughs> for me it has helped me so much because my yeah. girlfriend she does all my socials she does okay. all the posting all the editing okay. for me that's been really good yeah, because yeah. then i don't like because, because I always have that oh, self-criticism. That? Yeah. yeah. How does that look? Yeah. Oh, okay, it's not good enough. I'll just don't yeah. post it. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, already posted. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't ask." Like, and that's it's really good. No, it means a lot so better hard. because so otherwise, hard. nothing would yeah. be happening. No, I just need that push, kind of. No, I agree because like I had to rely a lot on my colleagues sometimes because they they've been with me when I created the podcast and other stuff, and they would tell me, "Actually, this was really good. This, was, you know, they they yeah. gave me the truth. It helped, but it's really hard when you do it on your own. You see yourself and you cringe. You're yeah. like, "Why? No, yeah." <laughs> Just listening to your own voice. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the most horrible thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's a good exercise. Like you, I, I feel like I I've already seen so many benefits from building a personal brand, and I like it so much. And mm. I feel like I have like I have maybe like fifteen hundred twenty. I don't know how many people, but actually like listening to what I'm saying. Mm. But then I'm also like, if I weren't telling them all the truths, giving them all the valuable knowledge that I believe I have myself then they would be listening to some like BS other guy. Mm. So also it's like I've kind of taken it as a responsibility. I kind of want to to tell people about the realistic life of being an entrepreneur and kind of um, removing all that, oh, it's just nice cars mm. and watches and money because it's really not. And and, and y- you can get there to a point, but maybe that's five e- years into the journey yeah. of struggling and having hard times. And I don't believe you can ever Im- like experience the same amount of hard time and stress um in a normal nine to five job than you will in, in being an entrepreneur mm. so also it's like a yeah it's it's the mental exercise <laughs> yeah it's 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 hard no i can i can imagine because like i know in the back of my head that someday i'll have my own business or have my own brand it i just for me it's something that will brew it will happen yeah. but uh like my brother just started his own company mm. and i'm worried for him i'm <laughs> really worried for him because he's always had a big corporate job mm. and with big brands mm. so uh it's starting on your own it's not yeah. easy building your own brand and all of that <laughs> so i'm watching him with cautious with caution yeah. but i know someday i would want to but i feel like yeah th- it's okay that it's not for everyone yeah know? no exactly and that's also um that's also one thing i try to push a lot is mm. that 
if you are 20 years old and you're looking at me, mm. you should not compare. You should not say, oh, okay, he's doing better than me. Yes. Like, because sometimes I'm like, I'm jealous of a regular 20-year-old working a part-time job, yeah. going to school, going to parties, playing like computer games, all this stuff. Like, I'm jealous at that guy mm. sometimes because it's it's really not fun sometimes to have mm. all the stress and all the, yeah. like, the troubles that, that I have. So... And also, I think it's so important to say that like, there's not like a um, there's not like a better life or worse life. Mm. It's just like I think like you should just do whatever fulfills you the most. Yes. And for me, I was just like I wasn't fulfilled in like the normal life. Yeah. But if you are fulfilled and you are happy, you do not have to chase something that mm. I chase. You do not have to chase money the way I chase money. Mm. Um, so also, I think that's that's really important because. Not everyone should be should be an entrepreneur mm. because who should be like the most people be working for then like <laughs> I think the society we have right now it's created around exactly. it's it has to be a small percentage of people no. going out their way and then either they like land like they they do a bad job or or they do a good job and then they benefit a lot from that and it's yeah it's trade off I don't know if it's the same in Denmark but in the GCC uh, local communities not necessarily expats uh, do we believe that the ultimate success is owning your own business, which yeah. again, I, I just agree. I don't think that that's the ultimate way, but yeah. is that the same thing in Denmark? No, it's actually more different. Like, okay. um, I read this thing the other day, but it was like the, the lowest, uh, like the lowest average hourly rate in Denmark is usually for self-employed people. So people owning a business. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. That's very different. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's definitely not, and also because in Denmark, it's so easy to start a business. Oh, like you can just do whatever. You'll just sign up on a website and then you'll have a, a, your own okay. business. Which I think That's it's really good nice. because it, the, like, the barrier of, of starting yeah. it is low. Yeah. But also what it creates, it, it creates a lot of unsuccessful yes. uh, businesses. Because that's the thing I like here. Uh, at least I only know from Dubai, but it's like expensive to set up a company. Yes. And that's good. Because it's accountability and it's also yeah. you invest something, yeah. you're like invested. Not you're committed. In, uh, yeah, you're committed to mm. it and that, that kind of forces you to, mm. okay, I have to be successful. That's the problem with Denmark. It, mm. it costs you $100, you have a company. No and then, way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm so not in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, oh, so wow. you'll set up, it's $100 and then that's just it. Oh, and also... Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, really. no. And also another thing is that the average Danish company is like goes bankrupt within the five year, like the first five years, and I think it's like eighty percent of companies. That's a global that that. as well. That's yeah. a global number. Let's say. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah, for so different reasons. But so yeah, 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 exactly. No, but but I think it's I think it's good in Denmark because we have a like we have innovation classes in, in oh, school really and stuff. So mm. we try to push people. Mm. But what we also do is that we create a safety net around mm. people. So let's say your business doesn't go as planned. Okay. No worries, you get welfare, all this stuff. Interesting. So uh, do you think the risk factor has a role? I definitely think it has a role, but I think uh, like maybe it's like a little bit rough, yeah. but I think it has a like a bad role on people okay. because it's it, like for me I like I love the term called skin in the game mm. so like like um, yeah, it's like putting a hand on the stove basically but it's like <laughs> being it, you kind of have to be successful yeah. and, and like pushing yourself towards that and I feel like if you give the people opportunity to say oh, okay no matter if I'm successful or not I can just go have welfare mm. and that's the thing I like here in Dubai mm. it's like if your business goes bankrupt, you'll have to go. Like <laughs> you yeah. cannot stay here. Either <laughs> you, you have stay. a job or you yeah. don't stay here. It's true. And I feel like 
um, it's really good accountability, and it kind of you you kind of have to make sure you succeed. Mm. And that's also what I suggest to a lot of people when they start out is like make a public Facebook post saying I started out as this, because what happens is that it makes it embarrassing mm. not to. Not, not to. It doesn't make it embarrassing not to be successful, but at least it makes it embarrassing if you're not trying. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's so key and like. That's accountability and people and we are social people. Like we're community so matters. People and, and uh, social and contracts we, are image, so big. You know, everything matters. So if we go out there and we we tell our entire Facebook yeah. friend group, it's your family, it's all your friends, yeah. it's everything, and you say to them, "I'm starting this business. I'm going all in. I want this to be a success." You cannot. You don't want to be the person at the next family gathering in three months. <laughs> oh, how's the business going? Ah, oh, okay, I stopped that. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to be. Yeah, you yeah. want to be the person that can say, "Yeah, it's going really good." Yeah, of course. Um, we just got our first two clients here. I want to keep on going. Like so. Yeah. So creating like social contracts to stay accountable. That's really important. Uh, for me, that's also a part of the reason why I got my first employee. It was kind of accountability mm. because not only do I wake up and work for me, I also work to make sure I have an employee yeah. that can work for me. Yeah. Um, and now I'm just so caught up in it. All the employees, <laughs> all the social contracts, yes. all my social media saying you shouldn't quit all this stuff. Yeah. Like I could never quit like because <laughs> it would be, for me it would be like so tough on my ego because we all have like still, I yeah. try to let go of my ego but we all have it. For me it would be way too hard. Like I, I would never be able to do that. And I think that's kind of good. Because that also makes me believe that I would never stop what I'm doing. So I'm going to ask you two annoying questions. Yeah. Does being an entrepreneur stroke your ego? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I think for me, at least myself, mm. like um, I remember, I also I always like kind of chased my like first like watch. Mm. Uh, yeah, of course. I was like, oh, okay. I see all the Instagram guys. I have a Rolex. I want a Rolex. Of course. Yeah. And of course, I've always been like, that's definitely an ego thing because of because of course that that's, that's basically okay. it. So so of course for me, uh, I I believe like I still have a lot of ego, mm. um, and I'm proactively working to kind of get rid of it in in at least some some scenarios. Yeah. But I feel like it's it's for me where I don't want an ego is in my relations with my family okay. with my friends and with Sorry. my employees I mm. think that's where I want to let go of my ego entirely I don't think there's an issue in having a ego when you're out with people you don't know or whatever I just feel like if you're always nice you're always genuine mm. you'll create good relations with people and then you should just always be able to say I did a mistake I yeah. could have done things better that was my bad. And even though maybe it wasn't entirely your own bad, mm. like own own mistake, instead of being like, oh, but it was also your mistake, that's not the right thing to do. You should just always be able to, to take accountability of whatever you do yourself. Mm. Yeah, but of course, I, I struggle with it all the time as well. Like, and I focus on ego. Like, of course, I, I like driving a Porsche. I like doing all that stuff because it's it's social, like it's yeah, status. It's like status, yeah. People look at me and they think, oh, okay, that's like, that's a nice guy. Like in my first salary, I bought a small like coach. Mm. And then, uh, and then what was it? Then I bought two designer handbags recently. Yeah. The last one, I was like, okay. Yeah, I thought it would fulfill me. It's nice to have. I love carrying it. And yeah, I, yeah, I, no. I love carrying it. I know I'm not gonna deny it, but uh, it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it was. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's what we figured out, and that's what I figured out. Yeah. When I got the watch. Was that yeah. after a couple of weeks? It's You're just like, okay. the watch. Yeah, it's just it's just a bag. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah and also, and like uh, when I was back home for like Christmas, I also like f- yeah, I don't know why, and it's really it's just like the ego playing, but I was just like. 
when I was walking out in public, I was like, I was feeling better with my watch on than yeah, without it. Yeah, of course. It. I feel the same with the bag. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. just, yeah, I think it's kind of inevitable to have yeah. that. I, I wish It's I hard to remove, unlearn it. It's very hard. It's good yeah. that we're aware, but yeah. it's very hard to unlearn. Yeah, exactly. You know? And also, you, you kind of, you work so hard for it. So also, I think it's yeah. okay to have some satisfaction yeah. in in getting like the things you really want and then as you mentioned i think it's just so important to be aware why did i want it yeah because i had the discussion with myself the other day because i was looking at like a new car Mm. and then i was like why do i want Mm. it is it because i'm unhappy with my current Mm. car is it because i would i like the idea of me on instagram with a new car yeah and then i kind of okay i was like okay yeah i probably know why i want it okay that's good i just probably shouldn't have it then okay Um, so so it's like it's a good exercise to have for yourself and then uh, I said this other thing the other day. I think it actually it was actually really clever. I said something like, <laughs> "I'm glad uh, to call yourself clever." <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, uh, um, I said something like, "Would you would you still buy it if you couldn't show or tell anyone?" Mm. It's such a great question to ask. It's yourself. a good question because I, why would I have a Rolex if I couldn't show or tell anyone? It's not to show the time, like tell the unless time. You, uh, yeah, unless you really unless you're, like, love really watches, passionate then, oh about watches. But also you feel like when the people, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when they say that, it's always like <laughs> just to cover up. Yeah, from the ego it's a nice thing. excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so that's I, a think good one. I, like I think that. it's a good exercise because it kind of forces you to say <laughs> yeah. like, why do? But it, and then you can, as long as you agree with yourself, I yeah. want it purely because of ego. That was me with the watch, and then I was like, don't deny those parts. I'll just do it still. Yeah, because I want that. But as long as I kind of present to myself this is why I want it mm. and don't lie to myself saying oh, I'm such a watch passion and <laughs> I love watches no I don't I just want to look better yeah, I just want to add to my social yeah. status okay the last question what happens if things fail yeah for me actually I just uh just told this we I just had like a call before this mm. and what I said was like the worst thing that could happen for me is going broke and then I just have to go okay. back move to Denmark live with my mom and I love my mom so <laughs> it wouldn't okay, be that so bad okay so you made peace with that you made peace I hope it doesn't happen but yeah no no, no. For, so for me say. I was like because I know like I know that I could go broke tomorrow and yeah. I could easily in a month or two be making 10k again yeah because I know exactly what to do so for me it was always just that's that's my perspective now is that I don't care if I, f- of course I want to be successful, yeah, but the but worst thing that can happen is basically just me having to move back with my mom, which I would love because she's so nice <laughs> and I can be close to my family. It wouldn't be that bad. And then okay. I just start over and then I'm sure if I start over. In so you will start over again? Yeah, no, I definitely. Would do. you ever consider working in a job? Mm, getting a job? No, I don't think okay. so. I think, um, I, I just think, but maybe like because there can be really good jobs as well mm. and i believe like the job that i provide myself is a job that i would have myself mm. so being able to work remotely which means you can travel yeah. being paid upon performance so if you do a good job you get paid more like so i think i could be happy in a job that has like the same aspects of being an entrepreneur mm. but without the actual responsibility and stress that's very uh, interesting actually so in that way i believe that i could have a job because mm. if i'm performance based i can work yeah. from wherever i want I can kind of make sure when, like, I can decide when do I want to work. I don't mm. have to show up at eight. I don't have to show yeah. up at nine. Then I could imagine it because yeah. that would basically being be what I'm doing now. Work a bit less. Maybe that would even be happier. I don't know. I think <laughs> employers need to listen to you. So uh, we just uh, our company just opened uh, reopened its office. No, yeah. opened a new office and it's a beautiful, yeah. amazing office. Uh, but a lot of my team are Gen Z. 
Mm. And a lot of their career has happened while we're in COVID. Yeah. So I have a mix of careers, mm. right? And uh, when COVID happened, I was one of the last people to leave the office because I was like, I don't know what to, what works from home. Work, yeah. How to even imagine working <laughs> from home? Like, how does this work? I couldn't get, yeah. you know. Okay. Then I got used to it and I mm. really liked it. Yeah. And then it was really hard to go back to office and I got used to it. But now when they're mandating everyone to go back to the office, I think the most unhappy were our Gen Z. Yeah. And, uh, and I agree with them because so there was a, an, I don't want to call it an age gap, but it is for now. The older management, let's say, just don't understand why they don't want to come back. They don't understand why yeah. the manager wanted to come no, back now after everything has worked, you know? <laughs> it's a big change of mind, uh, mindset yeah. that yeah, uh, exactly. you're explaining it very well. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, because because you kind of have to... For me, it's like a, it's pretty easy answer because it's like, what do you really want? Yeah. You yeah. don't really care that much about making... If you're just making a comfortable salary where you can buy kind of what you want yeah. and not insane things, but just have yeah. like your basis everything yeah. covered then you're happy yeah. then you want freedom of time you want freedom of place but you do not want the stress of being an entrepreneur yeah. so, yeah, so that's usually what i suggest it. to people is like yeah. look for a job that can provide you that and yeah. just don't bother being an entrepreneur yeah. because it <laughs> like it'll bring you so much stress and and unhappy things yeah and like i'm i'm like dissatisfied mm. like a lot of the time mm. I'm unhappy. that's a hard state to be in yeah it is and for longer times yeah and yeah but also i feel like i don't know but doing it for so long you get kind of comfortable and yes. with that feeling and yeah. it, it, it'll it kind of and maybe you would feel uncomfortable not feeling that way yeah no like i, I couldn't imagine a life without stress and worries <laughs> like what well, then what kind of life yeah would it be? <laughs> are you then just happy all the time and do all the stuff and it's also yeah. because i know everyone has struggles mm, yeah. you could be having you could have all the money in the world you could have to never work again you'll still have loads of problems so like you you cannot solve all your problems just with like the money thing. Yeah, um, I agree. So so I think if you mm -hmm. if you look for a job in that that kind of way, you can apply it at my business. <laughs> uh, you, you kind of um, you kind of you can kind of do the entrepreneur things mm. without actually having to go through. It's kind of like a cheat code, basically. Yeah, you won't is. get paid as much, of course, but but you can still get paid good. And what one of my employees did was it's so a smart move of him. So he moved to Thailand where mm. the living standards are a lot less yeah. and things are a lot like yeah. a lot cheaper. Yeah. So he could he probably got like he got like three point three K dollars a month mm. and his living expenses was like five hundred dollars. Very, very nice. And I was just, I just came back from a week in Romania. Yeah. And we were at the most expensive club. Yeah. We were at the most expensive yeah. country, co like country club yeah. of like the, all the richest people. Yeah. And I was like looking at the menu and I was like, oh, okay, they should imagine being in Dubai. Like, <laughs> exactly. This yeah. was so cheap. Yeah. Like yeah. so, so, so yeah. cheap. And so, so that was my thought exercise the other day. It was like, okay, if I just lived here, I made seven, eight thousand dollars a month, like dollars. I couldn't do anything more with mm. more money. Like, mm -hmm. I would be at, like, the top yeah. 1%. I couldn't do anything better, anything... Yeah. Like, there isn't anything better than that. Yeah. And I think that's an... For me, that was, like, a nice feeling because then I know that if anything goes wrong, I just need to get back to 8K, move to Romania, and then I can it's still... It's not a bad place. <laughs> I can still be at, like, the top 1%. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's that's interesting, at least. Well, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Any feedback, message, any last thoughts? Yeah, okay. I think I have a, 
like a good message and and it's it's really uh, it's mostly for like younger people yes i think that those are the ones that i can kind of resonate with it is really to to kind of let go of everything that is called expectations mm-hmm. so expectations from your social life expectations from your parents expectations from friends from the box that you're put in basically so kind of try to look yourself and mm. try out different stuff don't be afraid to fail it's it's like it's the same thing everyone says yeah. but you just have to do this exercise I, I did this myself like try to do an exercise where you write down what happens if i fail miserably like i do like the worst thing ever mm. go bankrupt mm. what will then happen and then, then you you'll have like a page written down and then whenever things are tough you can just look at that and you can say not that bad. Not so okay, bad, I'll, yeah. I'll keep just going then. That applies uh, to everyone, <laughs> not only young people. That's yeah, everyone. no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but and yeah, then the other thing is basically just stay off social media. Uh, I don't have any social media on my phone, at least I have it on my computer. But stay oh. off all social media. So you don't use you don't use social media for personal use, just Never. promotional Never. use. Yeah, it's, it's. I wish I was you. Yeah, <laughs> I wish no. I could say the same. Yeah, no, no but but yeah. but but when you figure out what social media does yeah. to your mental, like it's yeah. really a, yeah. it's a curse. Yeah, social media, the news, all this stuff. Yes. I stay away from everything because I know what it gives me. It gives mm. me an unhappy feeling. It gives me a feeling of everyone else than me doing a better job than me, mm. and that's like the most insane thing because I think that I'm actually doing a better job than most other people. Mm. So it's so it's so weird for me to look through my stories and then have a feeling in my stomach after that. Mm okay, a lot of people are doing better than me. Oh, okay, I'm not doing That's good. Not nice. like, yeah. At least that was just my ex- own experience. No, no, so I was true. just like, I'll cut it off. The same with like the news. Yeah. What does that give me? It makes me unhappy, uncertain, yeah. like makes me afraid. Yeah. It's that free feelings I want in, in the morning when I get my day going. No. <laughs> no, so that's I just not cut it stuff, off. Yeah. But it's, it's like the norm. It's like everyone uses social media. Everyone yeah. watches TikTok and Reels and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And it's well, it is addictive. It's engineered it, though. <laughs> well, it, it works. But no, like, I know it, it really, works. really works. But I agree with you. Um, it is, yeah, it's going against the norm. But you can help yeah. yourself so much. If you stay off socials, don't watch the news, <laughs> and then just try just do to you. do everything you just want to do be happy if you want to go out there and be like like that's the that's the wonderful thing about the online age is that you can basically make a living off of everything yes like if i told my parents uh, like if my parents were told 30 years ago oh you can make a living from doing like this thing called advertising on like a social media platform yeah like you what? can make a living yeah, like, <laughs> like, oh, never and yeah. like there are people making a living from doing a tiktok creating food like you can basically do everything yeah so just try out see for yourself and then always look back okay this is the worst thing that happens when i fail (laughs) and then and then don't worry so much wisdom thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much Um, for taking the time and thank you for being vulnerable and honest because it's hard for anyone (laughs) yeah so yeah uh we'll stay in touch and thank you guys for tuning in let us know what you think is entrepreneurship for you do you consider it um <laughs> has yepi changed your mind or encouraged you <laughs> what did he do yeah let us know more a bit and of both i think <laughs> tune in thank you thank you